Did you know that there are simple everyday vitamins, minerals, botanicals that are actually being shown to protect people from COVID-19? Not drugs, not hospitals, in addition to washing their hands, in addition to wearing face masks. Simple things like zinc, melatonin, vitamin D, that natural thing that we get from the sun is so important to protect you from, from getting COVID and coronavirus. So now what do you do? How much should you take? What kind should you take? When should you take it? That's all the secret sauce. I spoke with Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, board certified internist and holistic physician to get you that answer. I'm Sarah Heiner, and this is the Bottom Line Advocator Podcast. Please, please, please rate and review us and share this because we need everybody healthy and strong so we can all get out of our houses. Hi, happy Tuesday, everybody. Um, thanks for joining. Um, I've got Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum back with me again. I'm Sarah Heiner, the president of Bottom Line Inc. And you know, these we've been doing these Facebook Lives with so many questions surrounding COVID in particular, trying to help people to get the information they need that they're not necessarily getting from the headlines from the main, from whatever news outlet you're on, they all have their agendas. So we're trying to cut through all of that and get you all of the truth that's out there. Um, couple reminders. Um, let's see. If you go to bottomlineinc.com forward slash immune boost, we actually have a great booklet that we put together of top, some of our top experts' um, recommendations, including some of the stuff from Dr. Teitelbaum about how to strengthen your immune system. The thing that we are seeing, and I've been saying this for months, frankly, that yes, we're waiting for vaccines, yes, we're waiting for drugs, but in the end, the stronger you are, the better that you can defend yourself. So we're gonna to talk today about some of the natural products that will help you. There's a lot of good, exciting stuff coming out on that. Um, and But in addition to that, there are other things that you can do and other, other tips and suggestions from our experts. So bottomlineinc.com forward slash immune boost. Um, these videos, if you, if you have friends that wanted to see this, we will repost them. So let them know. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, Bottom Line Inc. is on the YouTube channel. So go search for that. And we're actually putting together, we're working on putting together a six-week Strength in Your Immune program. Um, so details on that to come, but mark your calendar. We're going to, you'll be hearing about that. So that's super exciting. Excited to do it. Um, and so let me introduce Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, again, for anyone who hasn't met him, we've now, this is like our weekly thing now, Jake. Um, so he is a board certified internist. He's a holistic physician. I have to read my paper so I get all the details on him. Um, he's a nationally known expert in the fields of chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, sleep and pain, and all of that feeds into your immune system and it is all wrapped into one. Um, he's written many books, including The Fatigue and Fibromyalgia Solution, and also the author of Real Cause, Real Cure, and we are publishing that on at Bottom Line. That's going to be coming out. I think we're actually it's coming out any like in the next coming week. So super excited about that. Um, you can also download his free app, fabulous app called Cures A to Z. It's free on your iPhone or Android. And frankly, it's like a whole little medical book right in your hand because if pick pick an ailment, any ailment. I looked at it the other day. I had a toe that was hurting me. And I was just telling Jake, I looked at it and followed the directions, and my toes starting to feel better. Um, but <laughs> you know, toes are slow anyway. Um, but, uh, it's a great app. So download that, um, cures A to Z that's for iPhone or Android. And then we're going to be talking about, it, um, a bunch of products, um, as we go on, because I think, um, it's really confusing what to take the natural products. They're starting to talk about it. And you've heard about vitamin D you've heard about zinc. Now, what do you do? So today is the, now, what do you do? Um, so one other, some of it will be available, much of it at the bottom line store, um, bottomlinestore.com, which we actually started that store to take the confusion out of buying natural products because it's so confusing out there. There's expensive ones and cheap ones and big ones and ones from places you don't want to know. So we really want to make it simple so that you can feel confident of being able to, um, know that what you're buying is of quality and that it will do what you want it to do. Um, and then Jake has um, a couple things that he sometimes mentions as well. That is at his website, nfatigue.com. One day we'll get them into the bottom line store so that we can make it smooth for everybody. But right now it's still in his store. All right, Jake, happy Tuesday. How is it? How is it at the beach? Happy Tuesday. Uh, Hawaii is always like heaven on earth. It's just uh, you wake up in the morning and it's amazing. And well, people ask me what it's like. I say it's like going to heaven, but skipping the messy dying part. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good thing. Right. And you have Mai Tai, so it's a beautiful thing. Or tequila. I mean, as you my tie. 
right. So before we start, so again, the name of the game today, I realized the reason we're doing this Tuesday was because I've been doing it Thursdays and I realized this is urgent. And this was when I could fit this into the schedule. Cause in fact, I have another one on Thursday, another coming up with Dr. Lori Steelsmith, but you know, zinc is out there. Vitamin D is out there. Melatonin is out there. It's really exciting that the natural products can, that can help people and the doctors are seeing it, right? It's starting. Um, but you don't know what to do. So I thought it was really critical that literally we go down the list for prevention, for if you get sick, and each of these items so that anyone that's out there, they can understand far more specifically what and how these items can help them. I will caveat because it's always safe to do. Don't take anything without double checking with your doctor. Everybody, if you're on other prescriptive medications or if you have, I don't know what your individual physiology is, so always be very careful. Um, before you start to take anything, double check with your own healthcare professionals. Overall, everything that we're going to say here is generally considered safe, generally does not have interactions with things. Jake will mention it if there is, but I think it's a really exciting opportunity. Um, all right, so let's see. Before we start, 30 seconds, where do things stand in terms of the disease? Well, again, we're looking at about one in 300 Americans have got the disease. Those are the current estimates. My guess is that you probably have about three times that many total who have actually had the disease uh, and never even knew they had it, which really kind of speaks volumes, you know. What percentage does that become? You're faster than I am on the zeros. So I'm guessing that it's one third of 1% that the current numbers have how many diagnosed in the United States with COVID. I'm guessing it's closer to one to two percent of the population have actually had it. And what that means is that there's a good 50 percent chance or more that if you get the virus and you do some of the things we're talking about today, your immune system will take care of it. You won't even know you had it. All you'll get from the virus is immunity. And that's, you know, the news media focuses on this person's dying, but they don't focus on simple things you can do. So you just breeze right through it. Well, and that's, and that's what it's about. And that's the funny thing, just as an aside, you and I were just talking before we came on, how many people have gotten it and it's asymptomatic or very mild symptoms. So while they're starting to open up, it's a grand irony. They're looking to test everybody's temperatures to see if somebody's sick. Hello, over half the people don't have temperatures with this. So you're going to have to do whatever you can to protect yourself because that fever screening isn't going to keep you safe at all. It's just not. So the hand washing, the masks, all that still stands. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So we're going to talk about these natural products, as I said. But the interesting thing is that, again, there is the fans of it, and then there's the detractors of it, or there's the forever pushback, push me, pull you of mainstream medicine and natural medicine, that these things don't have big double quant studies, that they haven't been studied on COVID. So how do you respond before we get into the here's what we should do? How do you respond to those naysayers that are saying, no, you should avoid this stuff and it's dangerous and it's not tested? Yeah, these are kind of like the same people who say you shouldn't take vitamins because they go out in the urine. And my response to them is to say, don't drink water. It will just go out in your urine and see how that works out for you. So let me give an easy to understand analogy. If somebody's in an airplane that's going down and the pilot is handing out uh, parachutes to everybody, and you have somebody standing in the front door who's the main scientist saying, there are no randomized, double-blind, large-scale, placebo-controlled studies that parachutes work. No parachutes. Don't use them. And say, well, but we have a lot of good experience. Sir. No double-blind studies. So when you start getting to that point, Sarah, this becomes a religious statement. It's not scientific. It's scientism. Well, and, and I think, go ahead. And it tends to be fueled. If you look at the news media, you're going to note that most of the stuff that they do talk about and go, oh, my God, for example, the remdesivir, the remdesivir study uh, that the NIH came out and everybody's saying, oh, yes, this is it. This is now standard of practice, showed a 32% decreased risk of death. The Plaquenil study showed a 39% risk of death. They called that a negative study. Um, Reduction in risk of death. Uh, many, yeah, right. basically. So what does this kind of say? Well, what you'll see in the media, uh, and they're not bad people, good folks, but it's just business is business, is that Gilead, which makes remdesivir, is, is in one month I checked last year, the third largest pharmaceutical advertiser, which means they could come out with cow pies 
and the media will be going, yes, you know, especially if they're $2,000 a pie. Yeah. So the, uh, you'll find most of what the media focuses on is what supports the advertisers. And these are the same people that hire people when they leave the NIH and the CDC and the revolving door that we see in government, same thing there. Um, so basically, if you notice the trend that if it's really expensive, all the cheerleaders are out. And if it's something cheap and natural, it's like hold your nose, has nothing to do with the science. It has well, to do with. And I think it's important for people to know that in reality, these things, again, you haven't had double blind quantitative millions of people test a single test, control test, but these products have been used for eons. Mm -hmm. that, been, that they have been used, they, they continue to be used because they work. And, and that there is science to it and that the philosophy, the people that are understanding how to use it, they've been trained in understanding the whole body as a system and how these elements, call it zinc, call it melatonin, call it vitamin D, how it helps your body to, to do what it does naturally. It's not fighting it. It's not suppressing it. It's not turning a faucet off. It's actually helping your body to have the fuel it needs to do what it needs to do. Yes, instead of poisoning systems, is optimizing your own systems. Um, and again, you know, you'll be surprised for those of you who don't spend all day swimming in the scientific literature like I do in the studies, just how much research there is on the things we'll talk about today and how powerfully effective these things can be. Uh, this is not somebody going, well, I think maybe it'd be nice to use vitamin D. No, the, I mean, there's a lot of research looking at the sentence effect on immunity, uh, even looking at the epidemiology of COVID. Uh, vitamin D, for example, has been called the low-lying fruit, the low-hanging fruit, right. that it's so, you could have massive benefits without going through risks, toxicity, cost. Can I ask you so, a weird question? Because again, we're going to get to all these specifics and we are going to get to them. You were, you were a mainstream kind of guy. You're an internist. You went to medical school and you shifted. Why'd you shift? Well, I, I got into holistic medicine the old-fashioned way and my interest in chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. I came down with a nasty viral syndrome um, and it knocked me out of medical school. I was non-functioning months later. I just barely get, get out of bed. And I had to drop out of med school, found my the professors, God bless them, sweet, sweet people, utterly clueless about what to do. Um, I was homeless sleeping in parks. And when I was on my park bench hanging out, uh, these naturopaths, herbalists, energy workers, all these people came by. And sometimes they even had a slice of pizza with them. I got to eat, you know. Uh, <laughs> and each of them taught me bits and pieces of what I needed to learn. Um, and so I was able to go back to medical school, got my honors in medicine. Um, but the thing is, I'm a science geek. And once I looked at the stuff and I actually looked up and I saw, oh my God, there's thousands of studies showing that these things work. Why aren't they teaching me this? Right. So I'd show them to my professors. I said, look at this. And they say, I don't have time for that nonsense. And, you know, they see it was unnatural stuff. 90%, I don't have time for this nonsense. And then they can honestly say, I've never seen any studies because they won't look at them. 10% mm -hmm. can say, now this can't be so, but they read in there, oh my God, what else do you have? Those are the ones that become holistic. Right. Okay. So interesting. So you you saw that there was a whole other world that, mm -hmm. that doctors, again, doctors know a lot. They don't know this part of the world. Doctors so know what the drug companies teach us, period. Uh, and surgery. They know they, there's a lot of a lot that doctors are from from technology and surgery. And yes, drugs have been helpful, but they do and, not and medical products in the surgical field. Yeah. <laughs> medical trying, device. I, I've got a lot of friends who are doctors. I'm trying not to throw them all under a bus. Really uh, good people. They, they save a lot of lives. But but the you know the the can the complementary and alternative like the mixing of it all like is what's re we're really looking to do because you need it all. All right, let's go to those specific things. All right, protective products. Let's start with protection because. You know, there been, there's, you know, a percentage of people, minority people that have gotten it, a growing percentage, but a minority people, but everybody else, this whole, you know, opening up the country is dependent upon who's going to get it next and the fear of the spike and what can we do to protect ourselves and the masks and the six feet away. And we're never going to open if we have to, we can't live our lives six feet away forever. So, but there are products that are working to protect. So let's talk about like, what, what does protection mean? What are these things doing? So like conceptually, what does protect mean? 
So number one, if you take a look, the virus gets in the body and then it has to hook onto the target cell and onto what are called receptors and then find its way and get into the cells. There are a number of things, like we'll talk about the zinc, uh, that blocks the virus from attaching to the cell. Uh, so it can't get in and infect. Uh, Andrographis, for example, works in that same mechanism. So it's kind of like the moat around the cell. It's like the big walled city in the old medieval days that keeps the virus from getting in. And then you have other things that simply strengthen your own defense forces. It's like bringing in a whole slew of tanks and uh, missiles and things like that to fill your body's own defenses. And then there are things like zinc that are just poisoned COVID. Uh, you put tiny amounts of zinc in COVID, uh, you not just kill it, but you spay and neuter the virus. They can't mm -hmm. reproduce. So zinc's like a double whammy on it. It blocks mm -hmm. the receptors and it, it's it kills them and it, yeah. and it causes spay and neuter. They right. can't reproduce. Um, all right. Well, let's, all right. So let's talk about zinc first. And let me also remind anybody, if you have questions, type them on in um, and I will share them and ask them. To, the, to, to Jake, so pass that along. If you have any questions, pass it along. I have a very high-tech system of someone texting me what you have to say. Um, it's called Flintstones technology, I call it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the birds that were always running on the treadmills behind the washing machine. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about zinc first because that has been one of the biggest ones out there. So as a, you take it as a supplement, how, how do you use the zinc and how much, how, well, zinc is the biggie for this virus, and that's that's the golden nail that kind of whacks it. Um, so what I have people do uh, is take 40 to 50 milligrams a day for a month just to load the tank. A lot of people are zinc deficient, and I think a big part of what they'll find is that those people who are zinc deficient are the ones who go on to get severe disease. And in fact, it's interesting, Sarah, you've, have you heard about how uh, one of the main uh, symptoms is if you lose your sense of smell and taste, mm -hmm. that is, that's the sign you have COVID? Right. Do you know the main cause of loss of sense and taste I in do, medicine? You and I discussed it. <laughs> it's zinc deficiency. Yeah, that's fascinating. And, and that's the main thing. And zinc is the key nutrient for immune function. So Why, this, where do people get zinc? Why are they deficient? Well, it's, we get it from protein, and we're a high-protein country, so there's not nutritionally efficient. Mm -hmm. The problem is that chronic infections, whether it's candida viral or other infections, make you lose zinc in the urine. So it's this mm -hmm. chronic inflammation or infections that cause zinc loss, and that's the big reason for it. So for people, I'm, I think it's reasonable to take 40 to 50 milligrams a day for a month, and then to just take 15 milligrams a day for maintenance. Um, there's a vitamin I'm going to talk about called the Energy Revitalization System Vitamin Powder that will have the optimum levels for maintenance of most of the stuff I'm going to talk about today. This makes it really easy for people. It's what I take. So I would take that. I would take an additional 20 to 40 milligrams of zinc a day for one month. Then I would leave that off. And that's for a sign of the. This is just preventive. Just, just to load the tank. But mm -hmm. 15 milligrams a day is, is perfect maintenance. Now, let me ask you a scientific question, which gets really annoying because mm -hmm. if you go to the store, there's zinc gluconate, picolinate, citrate. There's even zinc oxide that I've seen in some supplements. Yeah. How do they know which kind? And or generally, are them okay and some you shouldn't? Generally, avoid the oxides. Those are poorly absorbed from most nutrients. Magnesium okay. oxide, zinc oxide. Put it on your face, but not in your body. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> all the other ones go with it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. So they're basically all fine. Okay, good. Um, and you talk about lozenges also. You, you know, you've said that you go outside, you put a zinc lozenge in your mouth. Does that, is that extra protection? Is that if I'm taking zinc supplements, do I need a lozenge as well? Or is it either or? Well, here's the thing. If you have the zinc lodgings in your mouth, you're going to have a fine coating of zinc. It's it basically, if the virus tries to get in, it has to get past the throat. Mm -hmm. And if you have zinc on the throat there, it will kill it. Okay, so, so would I take that in addition? Oh, in addition. If I, go out, if I go out to the store in the morning, yes. if I later go to the hairdresser, yep. if it yep. ever opens up in Connecticut, but if <laughs> one day my hair won't be in a ponytail. Um, can I like that now I'm taking a, 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 a number of times a day. Can I overdose on it? It's going to be hard to overdose to make it nausea basically, but otherwise it's not a big deal. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, 
I'll, right now on the island that I live on, there's no cases. So mm-hmm. but if I was living in Connecticut and New York City, New Jersey, anytime I'd be going out, um, I would put like a five milligram zinc lodgings uh, or even just half for five milligrams, put it in my mouth and just leave it there. Just let the saliva slowly melt it uh, as an added layer of protection. And is the dosing different for the o- older people if you're over 65 or if you're you know younger, men, women, nothing? The same, the zinc level kills it no matter what the age. I, I wouldn't do it in people under 10. You know, I was just going to say safe levels, for kids? But, Yes, but I'm not a pediatrician, and I would, you know, I would have them take a multivitamin that has some zinc, Mm -hmm. but beyond that, kids really, you know, there are a few rare exceptions, so rare that they have a a registry where doctors report them, uh, where kids get severe COVID um, and get what's called Kawasaki's disease. That's very, very rare. For the kids, give them a good multi, have some vitamin C, don't over-sugar them, and they'll be fine. Are those kids that are getting it having have other issues? So for some reason, they've got vulnerable immune systems. I think that's what I'd heard. Well, what they have is kids who are leukemia, lymphoma, those kind of things. Yes, they're at higher risk. The doctors know that. They'll guide them with it. Uh, but even some kids that are healthy, there's a small percent, a tiny percent, that will get things like Kawasaki's. And it's just so rare that I wouldn't worry with it. I would just have them take a good multivitamin. That kind of stuff. Can I ask you, so... You know, we've dissected COVID like crazy. Every side effect, every weird symptom, every, I mean, to a degree, people know more about this than other diseases, right? But mm-hmm. is it normal? Like, kids get things all the time, and they get weird viruses all the time, and people get weird symptoms all the time. This mm-hmm. is not so unique, right? I mean, it's just that it's under this microscope. And, and that, you know, again, the media is wanting us to be paranoid and afraid and all you think that they'd want us to be confident and happy. I think, no. I think the word is panicked. Yeah. But I want people to understand this is not that odd. People, people get sick. People have vulnerabilities. There's all sorts of weird symptoms that occur for all sorts of weird things mm-hmm. and all sorts of weird. I had, a, I had someone years ago, she got some virus and she lost hearing in her ear. Like it just did. So yeah, so this is not so wild. It this just, is not this is not the plague. The yeah. plague in Europe killed one half the population. We're looking at you know one in three thousand people dying. This is not the plague. It's a bug. Perfect. It's good to have cautions. It's good not to overwhelm the healthcare system, and it's really good to turn off. If the media starts panicking you, when it starts feeling bad, turn it off. You are not getting perspective. You're getting, how can we scare you to death today? You know, and make you like, this is, it's not reality. It's not truth. It's more like watching Chucky, you know, the 18th episode of the movie or something. Is <laughs> Turn it off. Exactly. You know? Go outside. It's beautiful out. Um, all right. Let's talk about vitamin D because there was really a lot of stuff coming out. Vitamin D has been known for years that if you're deficient, it leaves you vulnerable to a lot of things, including cancer, as I recall. Um, mm-hmm. And now they're seeing that those who are most deficient in D also more prone to getting COVID. Absolutely. If you know, there are a number of epidemiologic studies, a very nice article by Harvard professor was talking about, we really got to address this. But, and the thing is, it's very, very safe. Um, I recommend a thousand units a day just for maintenance. It's reasonable to go up to 5,000. If you're worried about toxicity, remember this. If you lay out on the beach and turn light pink, your body's making 25,000 units of vitamin D. So it's, it's quite safe within a, a really good range. But more is not necessarily better. That'll be a whole nother show. Well, I, like, I think there was something, you used, they used to say like 5,000 IUs a day, and then they lowered it because if you had more, then it did put them at risk for some things, no? Well, here's the thing. that I find 1,000 to be optimal. That's why that's what's in the vitamin powder. Um, if you go too high, it can actually suppress immunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more, it, it gets turned to what's called calcitriol or 125D which actually suppresses immunity. And you'll see certain infections, certain infections have learned the trick to make you turn the vitamin D into a form that shuts down immunity as part of their evolutionary defense mechanism. So more is not necessarily better. I I like the thousand units a day, but you can go as high as 5,000. Yeah, I think that's important for people to know. Um, Oddly, I was on a phone call earlier about CBD. 
and the dosing on those are going up. You go onto the grocery stores, it used to be 250, now it's 500, and that's like they're getting higher and higher. We had the same conversation about more is not necessarily better. It's mm -hmm. just more, and in fact can, you know, it all sorts of things, you can't have too much of stuff. Well, vitamin D is a hormone, and yeah. like any other hormone, you want optimal levels, and you can't go too high. Um, all right, and now though, but older people though, they are prone to vitamin D deficiency. So they is a thousand enough for them, or that they should, they might need a little bit more again. Talk to their doctor. The RDA is about four hundred to eight hundred, depending for the older populations. It's eight hundred. Uh, the RDA, it's I call ridiculous dietary allowances. You know, vitamin that keeps uh, you RDA. From Right. Yeah, keep them getting scurvy or rickets or stuff, right. but it's not not optimal. Um, but in my looking at the research, a thousand because I used to have two thousand the vitamin powder. I dropped it to a thousand mm -hmm. because again, that looks like the sweet spot for people. A thousand right. units of vitamin D a day. Are people especially right now where everybody's been kind of sheltering in place and inside mm -hmm. even more so? They need to be supplementing. Yes, because yeah. vitamin D is a sunshine vitamin, and the the current advice. Want to shelter inside is insane because the vitamin D from sunshine will help. You want to do social distancing and use the cautions, but you want to get out of the house. One, you need the vitamin T, and two, it's going to make you crazy if you don't. Uh, so get outside, get your sunshine, do the social distancing. Don't touch handrails and stuff that everybody else is touching or go on the subways and stuff. Um, but yes, the, I think they're going to find that this whole scaring people to stay indoors is going to cause more vitamin D deficiency and will backfire. Now, if I go outside, so I walk my dog twice a day, except now where I sent my husband off to walk the dog because we were going to talk. Mm -hmm. um, if I walk the dog for 30 minutes in the sun, is that enough? Fine. As he says, yeah, that's perfect. But if I'm all bundled up here, I've got my collar high, I've got my long sleeves on, it has to see, it has to, my skin has to feel it, no? It, you know, your face will, will get a fair bit. It's nice to leave any part of your skin uncovered that you're comfortable doing. So, you know, but the bottom line is trying to get it from sunshine. It's good, but I, I just have people take the multivitamin. They get the thousand units and then they can go out for a walk and not worry about it. Okay. You know, just keep it simple for people. All right. And those, everybody, zinc and D. And those... Zinc, D, vitamin C. All right, let's talk uh, about vitamin C now. Vitamin C is critical for infections in general. It's critical for immune function. Uh, study after study after study looks at it. Um, if you have people on the intensive care unit in shock, you give them IV vitamin C, they live better. They're much more likely to survive. So on all the different levels, um, the RDA is down about 40 to 60, which again is insane. Um, but I, I like people take 500 milligrams of vitamin C a day. If you take that, you're going to saturate your body systems and everything else your body's not going to need unless you get an infection. You'll find that if you take a lot of vitamin D, you're going to start to get diarrhea because your body's... Vitamin C. Uh, vitamin C, I'm sorry. That's you're going to get diarrhea because your body's going to say, mm, we don't want any more, and it stays in the gut, absorbs water, and you get the runs. Um, so you may get that from 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day on most days. But if you get a cold or flu or coronavirus, you'll find your body, you can take eight, ten thousand 10,000 milligrams a day before you get diarrhea because your body needs more. Then your body says, let it in. And you know, so, uh, so 500 milligrams a day, uh, is a very good maintenance dose for the vitamin C. Op keeps things optimized. If you get symptoms of the virus, I would take it up to 500 milligrams four times a day. So how to say you have all these things protecting you. Mm -hmm. Why do I need multiple of them? Right? Do they, do they work on different aspects of my defenses? It's like I wouldn't wear a down coat and a wool coat and another coat to protect yep, when, me in the winter. Yeah, I'm not telling you to have eight hammers. I'm telling you to have the whole toolkit with each of the individual right. tools. Each of these nutrients works on a different part of the immune system, like zinc, for example. Uh, the hormone that controls, I mean, we hear about thyroid hormone, how that controls energy production. Uh, thymulin is a hormone that controls our immune system. And zinc, if you don't have zinc, your thymulin may as well not be there. It's, it's called zinc dependent. In fact, in AIDS, um, most of the immune dysfunction comes because people are so zinc deficient from the virus um, that the thymulin doesn't work. 
and there's a whole body of research that was looking at this. So each of them has a different role in making sure that your defense forces. So one of them might be like your military, the other the Navy, the other the Marines. Each of them has their own role and they're synergistic. You need yep. them all. And that's something you and I talked in a prior um, discussion. So go go back to our go back to our, our growing inventory of uh, <laughs> of Facebook Lives with Jake, where we talked about actually the immune system because it's not like you have a brain. You know, you know, you can see this big lump of jelly. That the immune system works, you know, in all sorts of ways throughout our body. Sometimes it's a warrior. Sometimes it's anti-inflammatory, and cause, sometimes it creates good inflammation to heal a wound. Sometimes you want an anti-inflammatory to calm mm-hmm. things down. Um, mm-hmm. So. All right, and just to confirm, someone is asking the bet um, in terms of the forms of zinc, procolinate, gluconate, any of them, they all absorb comparably. So there's no Thank, except yeah, for oxide. Fine. Don't take except, zinc oxide. Except for oxide, correct. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right, how about elderberry? That beautiful purple liquid. Yeah, I take 300 milligrams each morning right now, and if I got the virus, I would take 300 milligrams twice a day. Uh, and what some is people- elderberry doing that the others are not? Uh, it also stimulates the immune system and other and other mechanism in other ways. So mm-hmm. the, the immune system is this great big military, and there's all kind of ways that you can tweak it. Um, so it also helps support immunity. Now, here's the thing: a lot of people are afraid because they're saying, "But how about cytokine storm?" And you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid. I was going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do I stimulate immunity and get cytokine storm, or do I do nothing? You know. The answer is you want to optimize immunity. And cytokine storm comes because the immune system was so weak that your body finally gave up and had to throw kind of a Hail Mary pass and throw everything at this thing. Mm -hmm. And the answer is not to weaken the immune system. Um, By that point, it's going to kill you anyway. What you want to do is to strengthen the immune system so you don't get to that point. Right. And again, we're at this point, we'll, we'll talk in a couple of minutes about what happens when you get some symptoms, but at this point it's prevention. So it really is mm-hmm. building, building the walls as, as high and thick as you can to, to, to keep everything out. Yeah, you're keeping your body strong. So it knows how to go through and say, okay, you're welcome here and you're not dead. And without it getting overwhelmed, you want your defense system to be able to do its job. Right, so and how about it knows the one- what it's doing. How about the one that I call kind of the super, you know, the precursor of the super antioxidant, NAC, N-acetylcysteine, mm-hmm. which is not as well known as a vitamin C and, you know, some of the others. Well, it's a funny thing. You know, we, we talk about oxygen as being essential, but the biggest extinction that happened on the planet uh, was when algae came and put oxygen in the air and killed off over 99% of species on the planet because oxygen rusts things. It's oxidative. Mm. Uh, so we turned it into necessary. But you hear about antioxidants because oxidants rust things in the body. And we hear about blueberry antioxidants and this fancy thing. But, you know, how about what people make? And the human body makes two antioxidants. That's it. It makes glutathione and it makes superoxide dismutase. And those antioxidants, if one gets cytokine storms, what dampens it down and helps keep that in check. So how do you get uh, SOD? Take zinc. (laughs) That'll make your SAD and copper and that'll soar. That's all in the multivitamin. And how do you make glutathione? You take N-acetylcysteine which is also in the multivitamin that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. The, the, the vitamin, that one drink replaces 35 pills a day. It has all these things. So it'll have 250 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine. So you want to go ahead and you want to keep your armies strong and you want to keep the things that protect you from your army, which is the antioxidants strong. So you stay in a good place. The NAC does that. All right. And how, what would the NAC dosing be? Um, I again, I like to have 250 milligrams a day for maintenance. That does a really good job. It takes care of any acetaminophen, you know, causing depletion of glutathione because that's the main reason that acetaminophen is toxic when you get too high a dose. But if I was in an acute situation, I was having symptoms, I would take that up to 500 to 1,000 milligrams a day. All right. And a couple of questions on taking these. First of all, some of them come in pills, some in liquids, um, some in powders. Does it matter? No, I powders are good because you know you can get fifty pills in a drink instead of having to take a handful of stuff. But otherwise, it's all six one half dozen the other for most of these. And can they're, I? They're, they're mostly marketing ploys. 
and mm. can I take them all at one time? Because some things need to be taken with meals and some things need to be taken away from meals sometimes, depending on what it is. These are all fine all at one time with my meals and I'm done. Yeah, keep it simple, simpler yeah. than all that. You may have a 5 to 10% decrease in absorption if you take it with meals versus not. Uh, but for the things we're talking about today, that's why I just put them all in a powder. You can get yeah. all of them in one drink. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, you, have, you, have, you have enough that you don't have to worry if you get 5% more or less. And you're just going to make yourself crazy. It's just, just take it. Don't worry about it. Name your powder again. It's called the Energy Revitalization System. It was funny. I... I I wanted to make this was like 20 years ago. I got tired of people taking handfuls of pills all day to get everything right. they needed. So we just put it all in one powder and my, my royalties go to charity and I, I have fun. That's right. Just nice and easy for people. You have a new one coming out, right? I have a smart energy system, which is awesome. I mean, for most people, if you want turbocharged energy, you take one scoop of the smart energy system and one scoop of the vitamin powder and two capsules. It will literally double people's energies after one month people are going to be amazed and people see that their pain goes away their energy goes up weight goes down stamina goes up it's just it's really cool <laughs> <laughs> all right that's that's the, 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 the all those people all those benefits that's mostly when you're working with the people with chronic fatigue and or is that anyone? anybody anybody this is for everybody all right there we go um okay one other one in terms of prevention and then we're going to move on to what if you get symptoms um Andrographis, which is something that nobody's ever heard of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice little herb. You take 200 milligrams twice a day, um, and it blocks the, the the enzymes that the virus uses to access the cells. And uh, again, there's a number of nice little studies on that, even looking in COVID. And these are mostly test tube studies, but right. that are very, very promising. And because um, you can project a, a fair bit from that. So 200 milligrams twice a day is very reasonable. If I was in the Connecticut, uh, New York, New Jersey, or anywhere where the COVID is out there, uh, the 200 milligrams twice a day of the andrographis is a good choice. And is that easy to find? Again, because it's not you know, it's not as prevalent. So will, I'll call it Whole Foods, have that in, in the uh, herbal section? It's a little hard to find now because people are hearing about it. Mm -hmm. uh, that is one. Terry Naturally makes a very good one because the quality can matter. We do have that on our website now. So that's just another one for optimizing immunity and keeping yourself healthy and safe through all this. And are all these things, so again, this is all preventive and everybody in the halo of COVID. Let's say this actually goes away. Mm -hmm. Should people continue on this protocol normally? Like, is it, you know, because then flu season's going to come every every winter. What I recommend is people take the vitamin powder each morning, mm -hmm. uh, one vector omega or other omega-3 fish oil. And you do those simple things, and you're going to have things day in, day out, so your body's optimized. But even and, if, so, and if they're not taking the vitamin power, but so if they want to go the individual, if they wanted the zinc and the D and the C and the elderberry, same thing. 15 of zinc every day, long-term for the rest of your life. Vitamin D, 1,000 a day, long-term the rest of your life. The elderberry you don't need unless you're in the middle of flu season. Mm -hmm. um, the vitamin, it's so just the basic vitamin, vitamin C, 500 C, a day. Right. Okay. Yeah, these are just good for day-to-day -day optimization. Right. And a lot of these, again, a lot of the multis, depending on which one you have, they've got it in it as well. Yeah, take a look. If you, have, if you look at multi and it's got 15 milligrams of zinc, and 150 to 200 of magnesium and 1,000 of D, that's a good sign. Those are three really good markers to say, okay, this is a good one to use. Got it. All right. Let's go on. I'm, I'm being long-winded today. I'm looking at the clock. Um, the, uh, let's talk about, okay, so now let's say they've got some symptoms. They've mm -hmm. got a little bit of sore throat. They've got a little bit of headache. I'm not saying that they're off to the, uh, off to the hospital, but they think they, they fear that they might have something. Um, now, what is the formula for that? The same thing that you're doing, increase the vitamin C up to four times a day, increase the zinc up to 50 milligrams total a day, uh, increase the elderberry to 300 twice a day, increase the andrographis to 400 milligrams twice a day, um, perhaps increase the NAC to 1,000 a day, and increase your water intake a lot. Um, and those would be the basic things right there. And again, they don't need to worry at all about this kind of cytokine storm that they're suddenly boosting, you know, like supercharging their immune no. fighters while 
the body's you know trying to no, no these these things again support your immunities so you don't get to the cytokine storm by the time you have cytokine storm you're not going to be taking any of this because you're going to be in the hospital and you're going to say i want my multi and they're going to say yeah in three weeks when you go home you know it's uh good luck getting that in the hospital um so no not an issue um so here's a crazy question um you know, whenever people go into the hospital, you need kind of advocates. Although in this case, nobody's allowed in the hospital if somebody's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But um, are there any of these things? This is now probably totally politically incorrect for me to ask, but I'll do it anyway. So if my mom, tut tut tut, is in the hospital with this, and the doctors are giving you know whatever they're doing, they're watching her, they're rolling her, they're doing, they're doing. Um, are there any natural things that can calm that cytokine storm that the, the doctors should be doing in the hospital that they're not okay. um, you know yeah, there's, there's so much they should be doing in the hospital so and, and i don't mean big like are there any any of these things um that let's see where melatonin is somewhere on this list right that isn't that, yeah, the, that? the melatonin i would go right. up to five milligrams four times a day if this was my family member in the hospital and I, again, I disclaimer, I'm not telling you to do this. If this was my family member in the hospital, I would be smuggling in these nutrients and things and not telling the staff because the staff will fuss at you and won't let you give them. Right. And I would just wave and, and the staff's out of the room. If it was my family member, they'd be getting these things. Uh, if it was my family member, I'd be taking an IV with 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C and plugging it into their veins too. But that's well, I think they're doing that actually. I think they're doing some tests. Some hospitals are. I think it was Mount Sinai, if I remember right. And other places are realizing that if they give the high dose vitamin C, certainly in China, other places are doing this, they live, they're less likely to die. Mm-hmm. Right. So but, let's, we kind of glossed through melatonin a little bit. So you said you'd increase melatonin. We didn't talk about it as a preventive, we only just started talking about it mm-hmm. if you showed symptoms. So melatonin people think about for sleep, but mm. what is it doing in a COVID world? It's a potent immune modulator. And it, it, the, if you think of hormones, we talk about the different hormones that regulate gas pedal, regulate immunity. The, the main orchestra conductor is melatonin, and that's from the pineal glands. That regulates the whole day-night cycles and the shifts. Uh, has potent antioxidant properties. Has a number of different effects. And my current looking at the data is, if I take the five milligrams a night for sleep, um, and if I was to come down with COVID symptoms, I would taking five milligrams four times a day. Four times a day, or can you take more? Can you take twenty at one time? You can. You're not going to overdose, but if you're going to take 20 at one time, take it at bedtime. Yeah. Okay. Then, then you'll really go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else in terms of once they get once they get symptoms? So we've got we're continuing. We're increasing the zinc, the elderberry, the C, the D, the NAC, andrographis. Yeah, and if you're looking for one more thing, it's reasonable to have omega threes. And again, there's all different kinds of omega-3 fish oils um, just to help keep the blood a little thinner because there is a risk, and this is a more common one in the younger population in the 30s, 40s, um, of blood clots causing strokes and things like that. So uh, personally, I take an omega-3. I I use one called Vectomega. There's many liquid ones. There's a lot of good ones. Um, I think the omega-3s are just good to have in the background in general. Also, they help anxiety and depression, which, you know, people are, a lot of people are getting cabin fever right now. So. Omega threes was omegas were I'll call it the it, the it supplement a few years ago, and then I think I don't know if people get bored of it, and you know the next it supplement comes along, but yeah, so people should ordinarily be be supplementing omega threes, not so much sixes. We all have too many sixes and not enough threes, right? Yeah, I take uh, the the essential fatty acids we get, the sixes and the others, there's different sixes, uh, are pro-inflammatory. There's a prostaglandin E1 pathway and the E3 and the 2, and we have the blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is we're getting too many of the bad acids that are pro-inflammatory and not enough of the ones that settle and modulate inflammation, that balance inflammation. Um, And also the omega-3s, are that's what your brain is made of. 95% of your brain is made of like DHA, which is one of the DHA and the uh, the two main omega-3s. Uh, I personally take the Vectomega one a day. 
Um, but yeah, the, if you're eating three, four portions of fish a day, salmon, tuna, herring, mackerel, I'm not talking about the fried stuff at McDonald's. That's all destroyed. Yeah. Cold water fish is where it's mostly from. Yeah, high fatty ones and ones that are not fried to death in a fast food restaurant. Um, you're getting what you need in most so cases. As long as they've got that, so that that should be able to reduce the chances of this whole clotting thing, which again, that's another one of these yeah. wacky symptoms that some people are getting. Yep. Who knows why? Who knows what their vulnerabilities are? Well, well, it triggers the, it's, we see the same thing in fibromyalgia, but at a lower degree, it triggers the clotting system. Right. And the fibrinogen levels, you'll see all those changes and you can see clots. It's a, it's a paradox. You see clotting and easy bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think taking omega-3 uh, in general, not so much for the virus, but also for the virus is a good idea. Okay. But um, not a couple questions from people. Um, if you don't get out every day, do I need to take all these supplements? I think if you take a multi with vitamin D, a thousand units, just keep it right. simple for yourself, you know. Well, and this isn't about going out. This is about being strong. This is about because it's not, the COVID is not the only germ that's out there. And <laughs> the, people don't realize, one of, this is one of the most fascinating things that I never realized, that one of the things that your stomach acid does is kill germs that are on your food. Your hands are dirty, you eat food, you, whatever it is, there's germs all over us. Yep. And that stomach acid actually kills the germs on your food besides exactly. helping digest it. Yeah, but it doesn't kill COVID, unfortunately. No, clearly not. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, my point is that there's that we're bathing in germs all day, every day. COVID's not the only thing. So that whether or not you're out and you're worried about getting coronavirus, there's everything else. So the whole point and, and strategy of having a strong immune system in general to protect you from so many things is important. Yes. All right. Um, let's see what else. How about... Anything in particular on the backside? And actually, on Thursday, I'm going to have a much longer conversation with the naturopathic physician, Dr. Lori Steelsmith, about those who have had COVID and how to heal from it. Um, anything, you know, well, real quick that you want to say about it? Yeah, we're looking, current data suggesting that about 10 to 20% of people who come down with COVID are at risk of getting post COVID fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and more and more reports are coming out saying that this is a this is going to be the next main issue that will be coming up. Um, what you need to know is that if normally the symptoms from mild infection last two weeks, from severe infection six weeks, if two to three months later you're still having fatigue, achiness, brain fog, difficulty sleeping, it triggered chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Our research shows that those are very, very, very treatable illnesses. I had them myself. Um, the problems that most doctors don't know how, but our published research with the SHINE protocol shows that it makes a 91% improvement on average. So if you have these symptoms, don't panic. Know that they're very treatable, but realize, you know, see somebody who's familiar with fibromyalgia who knows how to make them go away. Yeah. Well, and again, you and I did a podcast a while back. So if anyone goes to um, either our website or bottomlineinc.com or um, uh, Apple Podcasts or I think Spotify, we're also on, um, and look for for uh, past uh, past podcasts that I did with you, we actually talked about the Shine pro- Protocol and fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. Um, someone asked a question. This is now just your opinion. If the vaccine became available, do you recommend getting it? Depends on the vaccine. Again, it's it's just like any. It's like saying if the medicine is out there, should you take it? It's like well, it depends on the medication. How does it work? What is safety? What cost benefit? So ask me that once they come out and we see the the safety and efficacy data. Yeah, it's a little interesting, and uh, you know, there's everybody desperately would love to hear that there's a vaccine, and I know that there's a lot of excitement. Moderna, I think Moderna is that the name of the company had some good news in terms of that of six it, cases or eight cases. Eight, I, eight, people have tested it on and there's oxford in england that's that's working on it but rushing these vaccines makes me a little nervous in terms of long-term you know understanding. understand that every marketing exec that all of these companies knows that all they have to do is put out something that may be good news and their stock triples so there's a certain amount of gamesmanship that's going on there I'm going to wait for the data and see what it does. Again, vaccines are very important to human health. They've been grossly overdone. 
And anybody who says anything on either side, if they say, don't do vaccines, you're crazy. And if you say, take, you know, that, but there's any risk, you're crazy. The bottom line is like any other medication, there are pros and cons you want to look at it. Medically, no researcher can look at the risk of vaccines or they will be out on their butt. You know, if they're a professor, they're going to find all the research funding dries up and they're going to be an excuse. They're going to find themselves out the door, even if they just accidentally mentioned that, oh, this study showed a problem with vaccines out the door. That's the third rail of, medicine, of uh, research. On the other hand, to say that there's no benefit, most of you aren't old enough to remember polio and even meningitis and things like that. It's used properly. These are gift. The way they're currently used is basically economically driven. So there's a common sense in between balance for the two. Right. Well, How and again, with this virus, we're learning more about it as more people get it, as we develop more herd immunity. They don't know even if a vaccine, because they don't know if it's single strain, if that vaccine is even going to protect us. They still have a lot to learn about this. Um, but the one thing that we do know is that the stronger your immune system, the, the healthier you are in general, the more that you can build up that wall of protection, the less chances that you're going to get any of this stuff. Sir, how dare you have common sense? Don't you know your body has no means of protecting itself? It's only the doctors that can help you in medicines and pharmaceuticals. <laughs> how dare you talk about using how your body has developed over God knows how long to actually keep you safe in a world with trillions of organisms. You know, it's just common sense. But anybody who talks like that out there, they get... Smackdown, you know. Potties are fascinating and amazing machines. Like, and the more I learn about them, the more <laughs> magical they are. Like, they're just incredible. All right, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, you're awesome. Let me do a quick rundown again. So, your Cures A to Z app for everything other than COVID. I don't know if you have that on there yet, but everything else, it's a great app. Nfatigue.com is where you can get the revitalizing powder. Bottomlinestore.com is where you can get all sorts of all these other supplements that we talked about. Again, this isn't about harping my supplements. It's honestly about making it easier for you and taking the, the confusion out of it. Um, if you want some great additional information, bottomlineinc.com forward slash immune boost. We have a great 50 page book that'll give you more information and more ideas on how to how to um, strengthen that immune system uh, that immune system and let's see what else thursday at 5 p.m i'm going to be talking to Lori steelsmith for anybody who's had this or knows anybody who has and wants to heal back on the backside of it and strengthen as jake was talking about the fatigue um and the you know kind of the lasting effects of it and what else do i got and uh keep your eyes out because i'm going to be uh, letting you know about this immune program that we're developing um, so thank you so much, Jake. Thank you. Aloha. You'll have a great uh, Aloha, day. Sarah. And, and aloha, everybody. <laughs> I'm talking to Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum about the growing list of nutritional supplements and botanicals that are being shown to be helpful in both preventing and helping fight COVID-19. Dr. Teitelbaum has helped thousands of patients find vital health with his balanced perspective on the judicious use of conventional medicine, along with natural strategies to help the body function at its best. He's just one of thousands of top experts who contribute to our flagship publication, Bottom Line Personal, where we provide guidance to help you live happier, healthier, and wealthier. Our experts share insights, not just on fighting disease, but on all areas of your life, including managing your money, smart home repair, living a healthy life, how to find bargains, emotional wellness, unique travel destinations, smart tax strategies, and so much more. Bottom Line Personal has been helping people lead more informed and vibrant lives for nearly 50 years with our actionable and double fact-checked advice. Subscribe today and get a free bonus book, Bottom Line's Best Bets, full of some of our experts' greatest tips of all time. Just go to bottomlineinc.com forward slash expert podcast. That's bottomlineinc.com forward slash expert podcast.